Hello and welcome to the Emmanuel Croydon podcast. At Emmanuel Croydon, we exist to be a community drawn together by our desire to know and follow Jesus. We long to become disciples of Jesus who are equipped to serve him in the whole of life, transforming families, communities and workplaces as we love God with heart, mind, soul and strength. We hope you enjoy this week's talk from the evening service. Thank you for joining us today. Grace and peace to you. Um, as it's Bible Sunday, uh, I don't have one piece of scripture in particular to look at. Um, we're going to look at the Bible as a whole and what it can be for us. Uh, up on the screen, hopefully. Uh, we'll have a few Bible references. Uh, I'm going to hop around a bit, so feel free to open up the few Bibles or get it up on your phone or note them down, um, just, and it, just so you can follow along. So I thought, thought we could start pretty basic. What is the Bible? If you don't already know, the Bible is split into 66 books, and those are grouped into two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament starts with the story of creation, And the New Testament kicks off with the birth of Jesus, the Son of God. At the start of these two parts, we are given an idea, a bit of a clue of what the Bible is, what it's going to be like. In Genesis 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then in John, which is the fourth book in the New Testament, uh, it starts with, In the beginning was the word and the word was with God, and the word was God. There is a God who created. He created the heavens and the earth. And then skip a bit, and he creates the things he loves most, us. God gave us this book, which we learn isn't just uh, about him, but with him. The two aren't separated. And so we can see bits of our God throughout, a book to help us understand and know him. So what is the one thing we know about God? Just take a moment to think about that. What is the one thing we know about God? I wonder if I asked everyone in this room what their answer to that question was, whether they would be the same, whether there'd be any that were identical. Maybe a bit like me, when you're asked a question like that, When you think of what God is, there's loads that flies around your brain of what he is and what he does, who he is to me personally and to everyone else. I don't think there's an easy answer to that question. And similarly, with the Bible, I think there are so many things it can be. It has so much to it. Our God, the one true God, is dynamic and versatile and creative and caring And to put it lightly, quite clever. The Bible has all of that in it too. So hopefully that's sparked some thinking about what the Bible is. I think it's also important that we consider how we explore it. In Romans 15 verse 4, it says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Everything was that was written is for us, to keep us going, to give us hope, 
I find that a real motivation to dig in and discover what it can offer for me in different situations. But how do we access it? I'm going to admit something that might offend some of you. I'm not a massive reader. Sitting down with a book and just reading for hours is not something I can do. I get really restless and I want to do something or I get my phone out or whatever else. This is despite uh, it being one of my mum's favourite things. So Sorry, mum. I know there must be someone else in the room who's the same. Many, many of you. <clears throat> so I encourage you to think about how you learn, how you take things in and to investigate ways of exploring the Bible that suits that. I have a few examples, talking a lot about different kinds of Bibles today, so I've brought some along with me as well. I can take on more for longer when I'm listening rather than just reading alone. So podcasts work really well for me. I often listen before I go to bed, in the car on my commute to work, and admittedly my 40 minute to uh, 40 minute journey to Tunbridge also had some true crime podcasts mixed in there and some food podcasts. Uh, but I do think that's such a great opportunity to stick something on and listen to it and be able to focus on that without being too distracted and prioritize something as, uh, more than I had done in the past. If you're a visual learner, then there are some great comic book Bibles out there. On Mondays, we have a group of young people that come together to look through the manga Messiah um, and discuss what sticks out to us, what questions we have. If you're a creative learner, then perhaps a Bible journal where you can doodle and draw in the margins as you go would work. Or there are Bible verse coloring books, because coloring is not just for children. These are just some of the ideas. And if you want to think about it more or see what else is out there, then definitely come and chat to me or someone else in the team. Um, or check out the Bible stand at the end. There's so much out there available. So in another part of my life, I'm a student counsellor. And part of counselling is uh, to help people think about their thoughts and feelings and process them and kind of figure them out. Where do they come from and be able to cope with them, especially when they're big thoughts and big feelings. And for me, I think that's the same when you read something or you hear something from the Bible. What does it mean? Do I understand it? How do I feel after reading that? Again, I think there are different ways of doing that. I'm definitely an external processor, so I just talk and talk and talk until I've figured it out. Maybe you could pray about it. Maybe the shower is where you have your best ideas. Maybe you discuss it at a home group or with a friend, with your family. Perhaps if you're creative, you write a song lyric inspired by it. As I've been talking about my work today, I thought I would share with you how we relate Bible passages to primary school children. Last term, we covered Jesus being tempted in the desert. What is temptation like for children? Probably not to drink of water in the desert or ruling over all the nations, uh, unless your child is particularly diabolical. Temptation is still a thing for children. So at 9 a.m. in the morning, when most assemblies happen, we would get a load of kids up the front and then we'd give them loads of donuts to eat. 
but they couldn't lick their lips. So the sugar would be going all over their face and their lips and on their fingers. And we challenged the rest of the school to keep an eye out on them and shout, lip licker, if they saw someone licking their lips. It's really hard if you've never tried it. Um, so maybe other than how great the Bible is, your other takeaway from this should be, I need to go and find a donut to see if I can eat it without licking my lips. It got through to them, though, because they were like, yeah, this is really hard. This is really tempting. Temptation is hard. And the teachers were also really happy that we pumped their students full of sugar first thing in the morning. The point is, find what works for you, what get, gets through to you. This morning, Elliot talked about what we can find when we dig a little deeper into the Bible, the little nuggets of treasure we can find. For me... And get ready, because this is deeply theological. I sometimes like to think of it a bit like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay? A collection of superhero films that you can find on Disney. In each of the Marvel films, there are little nods to future or past films. And how the stories all link together into one epic universe. There are often post-credit scenes that give a little hint as to who is to come next and why. Now, shockingly, the Bible had this idea first. There are hundreds of repetitions in the Bibles, little nods to other books, to other ideas, to other people, and prophecies from the Old Testament that come to fruition in the New Testament. I often use the Jesus Storybook Bible, which looks like this. And its tagline is every story whispers his name, referring to Jesus. Now, a bit like a post-credit scene, at the end of each story, it links the theme of that bit of the Bible to Jesus' life. For example, the freeing of the slaves from Egypt to the rescue plan God has by sending Jesus to save us. Once you get to know the Bible, you start to see the themes what the priorities are, the big, big picture stuff, what the important things God has in the Bible for us. I think that's where we get to understand how to live our lives by the Bible. And whilst there are some specific things, like the Ten Commandments, our familiarity can help us when we're thinking or struggling with something really specific that we feel isn't clearly outlined in the Bible on a first read. We start to sense what fits in with what God wants for us, and in turn, what is good for us. Our verse for the year is Psalm 119, uh, verse 105, and it says, Your word, meaning the Bible, is a lamp for my feet, a light to my path. You can let the Bible guide you to bring you out of darkness and confusion and despair It can give light in their sense of hope. The more I discover and explore the Bible, the more I am inspired by it and trust it. I can know that when I'm feeling low in confidence when I step up in front of a hall full of children, or if I mess up an assembly, or if I get the impression a teacher really doesn't like me, if I stand up and share the word with people, with those kids and with those teachers, It can do so much. And that's not because of me. That's despite me. 
I'll invite the band up now. And uh, as they start playing, I thought it'd be good for us to take a moment to think about some of those things that I've uh, mentioned tonight. We consider uh, the following questions. What I say to the children is, if it helps you concentrate, you can close your eyes. What does the Bible mean to you? Do you want to find a new way to explore it? Are you in a position to help others discover more? What does God want to say to you tonight through the Bible? Thank you, Lord, for uh, all that your word does do for us. The things it helps us with, and inspires us and empowers us to do. Pray that uh, everyone here tonight will find that way of digging deeper, finding that treasure. These exciting little nods to what is to come. Thanks for listening to the Emmanuel Croydon Podcast. For more information about our church and everything we have going on, visit our website, emmanuelcroydon.org.uk. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram to see and hear what's going on in the life of our church. God bless you and have a wonderful week.